What's in the queue? 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 Okay, so yes, we are recording. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun to come into. <laughs> What's in the queue? What's in the queue? What's in the queue? Where are we? <laughs> Maybe none of this is going to get recorded. Hey, you know what? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We can end uh, Colts Week with a quiet, silent, 40-minute episode of absolutely nothing. It'll yeah, be fine. Perfect. It'll be fine. No, okay, so that lamp that's out there. Yeah. Uh, that belonged to my grandmother, my dad's mom. She let me have it when I was pregnant with Cassie because those are the colors that I did her nursery in. I did like a very like purpley teal peacock thing going on because it was, you know, it's great. It's calming. It's lovely. I love it. So, um, now that we're cleaning all that stuff out after he's gone, um, so yeah, so now I... Wow. Now I have well, a lot of my stuff back. I mean, hey, what a nice little treasure surprise that it was. I'm well, sure you weren't really planning. I wasn't planning on ever seeing it again because I was like, well, that's just part of her room at his house. So right. that can stay there. I also got, and I'll show you when we're done recording in the bathroom, um, I had left the bathroom decorated the way yeah. that I had decorated it. And I had had this like giant metal uh, dolphin palm tree artwork that my dad had got me when I was in college and like these ceramic fish designs and like so I ended up getting all that back and so now I'm decorating my bathroom in that style again cool so yeah I know that's nice it sucks but it's nice how yeah I mean this doesn't have to go in but how was um well we're not done um because I didn't realize how much stuff she had still over at his house and now that he's gone, like, there's so much stuff that it's just baby stuff that mm-hmm. she just doesn't need anymore. Yeah. And there's no sense in us trying to squeeze two houses worth of toys into one house. Right. So I think we're going to end up donating a lot of it. She did. She, <laughs> the, this took me a while to figure out. Right. She's been spending the last few weeks uh, since he passed uh, asking for his Xbox and in my head, my gut reaction was, you are seven. You don't need an Xbox. Uh-huh. Get out of here. Plus, my boyfriend has every gaming console that you could ever want to play. What do you need another Xbox right. for? And then as it was pointed out to me, um, hey, maybe she wants that because it was his. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because and and because she, she had also been talking about how they used to make uh because one of his favorite games was the NHL games uh-huh. for Xbox, and so he would make a Fort Wayne Comets hockey team, and apparently he also made a Bulldogs team because she's got a little stuffed bulldog, Aww. and so he made like a hockey team for her. So I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, all you can, right. yeah, you can, you're gonna get your dad's Xbox. Well, That's and fine. I think that probably maybe didn't hit you right away too because of kind of how she's been like it hasn't been like she yeah this crazy like cling cling right stuff yeah she's processed everything as far as i can tell well right i mean like we're going to the it's not therapy but we're going to the group uh support the peer support group yeah and that's been really good she's been doing great with that she's got friends there now that she likes to see every time we go and like I mean, it's it's nice to talk to the other parents right. and other caregivers that are going, and right, like it's really nice. Yeah, it's been it's been a good support. I'm in such I'm in such a good mood because we had a full weekend. I know, like we had a, a two actual whole days off, not thirty six hours. We had two, well, thirty five because you guys do nine hours. Yeah, that last shift, but like we had a full weekend. And I got grocery shopping done, and I did meal prep for the week, and yeah. I cooked a great dinner, and that was just this afternoon. Yeah. Like, yesterday was fun, and I had a spa party, and it was relaxing, and then yes. I went to a game night at a friend's house with the kids, and the kids got to play, and we got to play, and oh my God, it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. I'm li- I- The only thing that I did wrong was I thought, like, I'd cooked with jalapenos tonight, oh. and I thought that I had got all the jalapeno juice off my hands. Did not. 
Whoops. Did not. Definitely not the best time mm. to scratch your eye. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Y- you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just unloaded a lot on you. Sorry about that. Uh, no, because normally it's like freaking Krishana's corner. What's, <laughs> what crazy crap is going on in her life? So... I'm I'm happy it's Emily's corner today. What I, is this? This okay, Russell, Russell, Russell. I'm saving these two pages of notes, um, because uh, I went on like a deep dive on a random cult yes. this morning. So, oh yeah. <laughs> before we finish up cults month, okay, okay. can I go into this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what had happened was, and I'll put. I say I'm gonna put a link. I'm actually gonna put a link. <laughs> um, there was a BuzzFeed investigative article about basically a poop cult um this woman jillian my Tai, i think is how you you say her name it's it's either t or Tai. i don't know she came up with this fermented cabbage drink that she says cures everything and when i mean everything i mean like cures cancer um cure what did she say oh it stops aging hey are you gay? It'll also turn you straight. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it does this by creating what she calls a waterfall of cleansing. She's talking about diarrhea. A waterfall of cleansing that removes a fungus that's living in, like a naturally occurring fungus that's okay. in your tummy that if there is an imbalance yes can cause some problems definitely not homosexuality but i mean like whatever um so far one guy has died from drinking what she calls her jilly juice uh her healing side effects uh include um as i mentioned waterfalls of diarrhea Uh nausea headaches and dizziness those are all signs that it's working that it's curing you you're getting better okay um oh my god she she started out with a Facebook group. Uh-huh. It expanded to like tens of thousands of followers. What? She has subsequently left Facebook because she now has a monetized website. Well, of course. So as we've seen, once you start asking for money, yeah. you're definitely a cult. Yeah. Um, I'm fascinated by this. I want to follow up on this. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't even. I mean, how much does it cost to join? It's only thirty dollars a year. And that's to get all right. That's to get the recipe, and uh, access to her self-help videos, and don't do it. No. Look, okay, for a fraction of a second, I saw it in your eye, and I'm like, she's not. Is she? Is she? Well, no. I was just in my mind, like, I want to see the website. So, like, if we have to pay, so we can look into this mm. more. I'm like. Is $30 worth it? I don't know if you want to do that because one of the things she's encouraged her followers to do is to send and share pictures of their Poop. leavings <gasps> uh, to show the parasites and the fungus that's in there. <laughs> so, to the point where like BuzzFeed blurred out the photo and I couldn't bring myself to click on the photo to see what it looked like. OMG. Yeah. So uh, has she partnered with the sugar-free gummy bear people like oh my is gosh, it a combo she pack she should mm. um i honestly probably no because yeah. she's very like anti-sugar anti-vaccinations okay. um basically all you need to do is drink fermented cabbage and salt water and which i don't know if you know a lot about the um sodium potassium muscle function like well, you, you need that ratio of Yeah, I stuff. do know a little bit about if your potassium is low because it makes your heart go cuckoo. Yeah. And with my heart thing, one time when I had to go to the ER, they were mm-hmm. like, well, your potassium's a smidge low, so we're going to give you some. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> now, like a lot of cults, surfacely, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, uh, uh, all natural cleansing thing, Okay. You know, there. Sure. I mean, hey, and, but, and then, there are but natural remedies that like, are great, like the onion. But <laughs> you peel off that first layer of, you know, clen- cleansing. Yeah. And and detoxifying. Yeah. And then you get into no, it'll turn your gay kids straight. And then yeah. oh oh oh, and yeah. um, it also cures autism and obesity in kids. Okay. Um, there are moms giving it to their toddlers. I mean, um, just peel that layer back. Don't do that. Just peel that layer back. Um, 
And people who have tried to shut this woman down, like, she's based in Ohio. Ooh. They've, I know, that's a neighbor. So we could, like, investigative report her? I mean, I don't know what side of Ohio, but, I mean, like, Ohio's a real big <laughs> state. Um, but people who have tried to shut her down, like, they've gone to the Attorney General's office. They've gone through the FDA. Um, there's, like, they're looking into, like, lawsuits for fraudulent medical advice, especially now that she's charging for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody wants to touch it. <sighs> Why? Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a great I mean, question. Like, I can see Facebook not wanting to do anything about it because, I mean, Facebook is only supposed to be the the platform. It's not supposed to be the police. Right. As we've seen. Right. <laughs> um, oh, uh. and she's going on Dr. Phil soon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I've never wanted to see Dr. Phil take someone down so hard. Yeah. And I think he's going to do it. This will be fun. Yeah. I'm gonna I mean, to, I'm gonna... to be continued for oh, sure. Oh, TBC. Yeah. F.S. For sure. Yeah. I-W-R-B-A-T. I will report back about this. <laughs> wow. All right. You've gone over the deep end. Um, well, speaking of cults, remember we talked about, you know, my cult goal of yes. the unicorns, right? Yes. So uh, I did realize this week that I actually kind of did start a cult. Go on. So, well, I, I shouldn't say I, but I did carry it on. Uh, when Twin and I were working together, yeah. she got me hooked on a game on your phone. Okay. And since then, I've created a monster. All my coworkers are now playing it. My husband's playing it. There's a kid's version. They're playing it. And it's just like a word. It's like a word fine thing like there's six letters and you gotta like put the letters together and make a bunch of words the cookie one no i know but i know what you're talking about it's like yeah okay but it started off like oh hey help me find this word i can't find it i'm like switching it and next thing you know then they have like you should get it and you should get Mm -hmm. it and and now we're all doing it and then i was like i have my own little call you have a mini call you have a mini word find called it's a it's a safe call it's okay so there's no sex Except no. for, like, like sanctioned, pre-approved with consent sex. I mean, you know, if people are having sex, sure, like I that's, mean, that's on them. Right, that's on them. That's not you. You're yeah. not dictating who, what, where, and when. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no teenage brides? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Do people have to give you money? No, but they can if they want to. <laughs> <laughs> Never say no to money, okay? Well, hold oh, on. Well, wait, no, wait, I mean, if somebody's wait. just like, hey... Here's five dollars. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but if somebody's like, here's five dollars, come over to the back seat of my car. Then I'm like, nah. I'm gonna need at least fifty. Well, way more than fifty. Depends on what you want. This is a, I am a high dollar, highly desired item in my own mind. <laughs> uh, girl, I saw that Instagram post. The other we were we were bold lip twins on Instagram yesterday. We looked we both looked good. Yes, I attempted to go out for St. Patty's Day, uh-huh. and uh, quickly realized that no, not your scene. No, yeah, no. Yeah, well, especially with your boo, like yeah, because there's like people. Yeah, yeah, too, like about way too two to three hundred too many people. Yeah, like more than two. And it still would have been packed if two to three hundred people left. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I nope nope okay nope mm-mm. that's okay that's all right. So I can't join a cult because that's too many people. You need you need like what we're gonna get into. You need that one guy who went to the ashram of like ten people. And I gotta say, oh, we'll talk about him because I like him. Okay, okay. Hi. We, hey. <laughs> Guess what, guys? It's what's in the queue. With Grishana and Emily. <laughs> that was like, how long was that? Like 20 minutes of us we're only at fifteen. We're only at 15 minutes. Okay. And honestly, like a minute of that is going to have to get cut because it didn't record. So. Ah, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are wrapping up our Colts month. Oh, which thank God. I'm just sad and oh, happy no, I, about. I need it. 
I, I need a break. I want to get I want to get back into like listener Steve Steven's suggestions. Yeah, he gave us a giant list of stuff. So Foxcatcher like, for sure. We're gonna have to get back into that. Yeah. Um, we are your mom's Netflix again. Yeah. We're finally back into Netflix. We're, we're back. Oh, but it um, felt so good to get back in there. It like, did. Because... Just, oh, just go to the app and I'm comfortable and safe. Yeah. And I don't have to look at comments. Well, and frankly, I feel dirty on YouTube. I don't know why. <sighs> so dirty. Well, and now my things, now that I've watched Truth and Lies Waco, my suggestions for YouTube is like, Oh, what other conspiracy <laughs> documentaries would you like to watch today, Emily? See, and I'm not logged into YouTube. Mm. Oh, I'm not on here. But oh. just whenever you go to the website, it tracks what you watch oh. from that IP address. So my IP address now wants to watch conspiracy docs, which... <laughs> nope. Whoa. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> click on that. No. No. <laughs> or you will be in some. Sort oh yeah, of no, because the lady J- Jilly from the poop doc from yeah. the, the poop cult, she she definitely learned all her stuff uh, traveling cross country with her truck driving husband who liked to listen to Alex Jones. So yeah. No. Oh lord. No. Nope. 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 Yeah. No. But we're wrapping <laughs> up cults month. Yes. We are gonna get deprogrammed. Yes. We need it. We needed to watch this documentary to get back into the real world. Yeah. With real values. Yeah. Sort of. Ish. And just get away from all this cult nonsense. Go back. We, yeah. We're calling our dad. Right? Yeah. We're calling our dad. Yeah. Um, Time to get We're out staying cult. out of the forest. Yep. Buying our own shit. All the things that MFM has yeah. told us to do. If it's on a t-shirt, that's what we're going to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we would we might get sucked into a cult if it's on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's Definitely. it's very possible. Um yeah, so we thought, hey, let's take a little twist on our cults month instead yeah. of actually talking about another cult, which boy, I howdy, mean, there are a lot of them. Yeah, we could do all year long probably. <gasps> um we decided to twist it up a little bit and go a different route of um ted patrick who um started this quote-unquote deprogramming yeah and it's to get you out of the cult and it's um this documentary talks about the rise of deprogramming anti-cult movement um dedicated to reversing the brainwashing that is involved when you're in a cult yeah like and you know we've seen a lot by watching the Waco doc, by watching the Jonestown doc, by watching, definitely watching the Budafields doc, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to indoctrinating someone to something like a, a fringe philosophy that a lot of these cults hold on to, it is, it's a lot of sleep deprivation. Yeah. It's a lot of repetition. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It, no, I heard it too. It's either the squirrels or, or Gary's out. I'm not sure. Hello? Oh, that oh. scared me because my phone just dinged. <laughs> I'm leaving that silence and, and scarce in there. Okay. No, but so what Ted did, Ted developed the anti-cult. Cult. Cult. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. But what's so weird about it is he uses a lot of the same techniques that cults use. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, it really is, it really, especially Ted Patrick himself, it really is this controversial idea of where do you find that sweet spot of, no, somebody is in danger and they, they can, they can no longer help themselves. So you have to help them mm-hmm. versus, Hey, this is just another American who's making a decision on their life. And this is, this is America. Like go live your life. Right. And and I did a lot of back and forth yes. on agreeing, disagreeing with what he was doing. Well, and I, I liked the way, um, the director, Mia Donovan, um, she, she did have a personal stake in this documentary. However, I feel like she did a really good job of finding the spectrum yeah. of people of who Ted Patrick, or yeah, Ted Patrick really mm-hmm. did help. And some that Ted Patrick kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, while we go through this, do you want to go kind of like back and forth to each person like the documentary did? Well, like how I broke it up, I just, I, I wrote down, 
I think everybody's name, mm-hmm. and I gave them like a little section to their own. Okay. Um. So I, I think that. we I could like talk about out. Ted and yeah, talk about the deprogramming itself. Yeah. Let's talk. About, let Let's get into like how he got into it first. Okay. Um. So basically. Like he's in San Diego, mm-hmm. Mission Beach. It's 1970, 1971. Um, and his son and nephew at a 4th of July party kind of like, I would say, got approached. Yeah. By a couple of, I think what we would have called when I was in school, Jesus freaks. Yeah, definitely. Um, the and, and Ted talks about how in the 60s and 70s, there was this huge blossoming of... Jesus cults. Yeah. Uh, they were vaguely Christian. Mm-hmm. They wanted to seclude themselves, worship God um, in their own way. Right. And, and some of these people approached his son, and his son kind of went for it. Yeah, he was starting to really get uh, sucked in in just the, um, like, four hours that yeah. he was, you know, just chatting. talked to by these people. And he talked about them being almost like um drugged out state like this weird state he said he could see in their eyes that you know they were already like they were psychologically hot yeah 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 um so he was able to deprogram his his son Mm -hmm. which i guess i guess that's good what he ted made a really good point about how um in the african-american community there had always been the preacher that mm-hmm. that would completely dominate his community. Right. And we talked a little bit about uh, that with, with Jim Jones because Jim Jones grew up in the evangelical community. And he, he he's one of those guys that saw the power that these preachers have. And right. so Ted, Ted notes that, you know, he'd grown up in, extremely poor. Mm-hmm. And no matter what amount of money his parents have... Inevitably, they would give it to the church. Right. And he saw it as a way just to keep people poor and keep Uh people subjugated. And he said white communities didn't have that at the extent that black communities did until the 60s and 70s. Right. And that's when people started caring about it. Right. So, you know, with his son uh, almost being uh, seduced, if you will, by this, he... He just jumped right in. He wanted to see what was happening. Um, and he talked about, he didn't say where he went, but he said he went to see for himself what was going on. And he stayed for four nights. And he said if he would have stayed a few more hours, he would have stayed forever. I want to know where he went. I do too. Do you think he went to the Moonies? Or do you think he went to Hare Krishna's? No, I actually think he probably went to one of the Christian-based... Oh, just ones. like the Jesus camps. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, because I don't really foresee him like. I don't see him shaving the beard, and, like and straying the top from his base religion. You know what I mean? That's true. That's a fair point. Well, and maybe I mean, you know, he never really did say what group approached his son. So what no. if it was? But they were talking about God and yeah, and um, like Christian Bible, you know, reading. Jesus belief. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I guess my headcanon is that while well, he maybe he went to go talk to the group that went and talked to his. His kid. Right. Uh, oh, I'm sure that's probably where mm-hmm. he went. Um, but he really started looking into all these different cults, um, such as, you know, Children of God, the Hare Krishnas, the Moonies, the Christ family, and the Love family. I've never heard of a couple of these. I know. I mean, like, I, the the Christ family, or what is it, the Christ and the Love families, like, yeah. they kind of sound like your basic unwashed hippie yeah Jesus very hippie love commune group. yeah type yeah but like i i don't know a lot about the Hare krishnas except for like george harrison chants it a lot in one right. of the songs um I well mean, i guess i never realized that they were like a call i guess i kind of just i just assumed they were hippies <laughs> yeah I mean, to be perfectly honest, like, I just assumed it was just the the counterculture thing to do. I didn't realize it was an organized movement. Well, yeah, because um, uh, I believe it's Krishna as part of the Hindu religion. I think yeah. so. Because, I mean, with my name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get uh, people of Hindu sure. that say, 
oh, that's almost the name of our God, yeah. Krishna. And I was like, yep. <laughs> very, very close. Close? Very close. But <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of always just put them like, oh, is that just part of with the Hindu religion, you know? In oh, there. Like, I didn't like realize it was, I didn't realize something? it was like a whole cult thing. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Definitely did not. Um, which hey, joys of watching documentaries. You learn yeah. something new. Yeah. Um, so to go through this deprogramming process, um, typically speaking, you're kidnapped. Yeah. Like they take you and throw you in a car and he Ted talks about that he likes a two-door car because that makes it harder for you to get back out. Right. Well, you got to you, know, you got to undo the seat and then yeah. you got to push it forward yeah. and then you got to climb out and I mean, no. no. Yeah, I get it. Um uh typically also that we see um across with all these people uh initially he doesn't let you sleep. Right. He, you know, you you do eat. Yeah. Like you get water and you get food. Yeah. I mean, you're not handcuffed. You're not tied up from anything that we've seen. Well. Well. We'll talk about that, that one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Typically. Right. Um, um, and but, a, a lot of this is directed by the parents. Yeah. Of, of these grown adults. Yeah. The, these, uh, all these, all these people, they are all over 18. Most of them are over 21. Yeah. And it's the parents who... You know, the kids stop coming home for the holidays. The kids stop calling. They don't answer the phone. Um, it's not like there's a cell phone that you can text your kid. Right. Um, and this is my first part where I'm like, um, because they're adults. They are. You, you know, and, and it's, I, I try and put myself back into the mental time frame of, of these parents. Right. Because... They're of the older generation of, you go to church on Sunday, you know. Respect thy father and mother. Yeah. Uh, you love your president. You support your government. Right. You, you know, you're, you follow, you have your. To be a good American, you yeah. must do these things. Yeah. Right. Um, so I understand from that point, they're like freaking out what's happening. Yeah. But hey, just because your adult child doesn't do what you want them to do that doesn't give you any right yeah (laughs) it 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 oh gosh it's such an argument because yeah it is you know you are concerned for your child well right they're always gonna be your baby of course and if your kid was let's say on meth uh, right could should you clearly do something or not you know i mean you're well, I mean, how much do can you do? Right. You know, can you help someone who doesn't want help? Yeah. It let's let's introduce a couple of the different people. Mm-hmm. Um so we we kind of we we run the gamut. We we first we first meet Matthew Robinson. Yeah. But I want to save him until the very end. Oh uh, yeah. Um he's the director's brother. We'll talk about him at the very end. Um, we meet a couple different people. We meet a guy named Aaron Christ. Mm -hmm. He was part of the Christ family. He was looking for spiritual awareness. Is a part of the Christ family. He is. That's right. He's still (laughs) alive. Um, we've got Stephen, um, Capelin, Capellini, I think is his name. He was, uh, with the Unification Church, the Moonies. Um, he was your standard kid who was disillusioned by the government and society. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Cheryl Prokosh. She was voted most likely to, su- to succeed. She joined the Christ family. Mm-hmm. You've got Kathy Crampton. She was in the Love family. Yep. Um, she had... Uh, she was actually the first deprogramming to be documented by the local media. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, let's see. Let's see what else we've got. Um, who else did we meet? I think that's about, oh no, my personal favorite, Dan Einick. Uh, he joined an ashram. Um, he liked to, uh, meditate in the transcendental style. Yeah. Um, honestly, Dan was my favorite. Dan was the one who I'm like, are you sure he's in a cult? Right. Because they left, unless he left things out that were happening. Yeah. He was not. In he a was cult. definitely not in a cult. But okay, so Dan Dan described his early 20s as he was a chef in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. He took these meditation retreats. Yeah. Uh he did some yoga. 
He uh, liked to watch SNL with his friends and his girlfriends. Like, everything that he was describing about his early 20s was like, yeah, no, that's pretty standard. It's standard now. Now. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like even then, Think about it, though, in, in that context of that was part of New Age... That yeah. was so part, like, the That's meditating. That, I mean, now meditation is normal across lots of religions. Oh, like, yeah. It's Just not like a the mindfulness It's not a thing now. Yeah. No, but then, right. like, it was like, what are you doing? Well, you and know? he did talk about how his parents were disappointed that he dropped out of college. Um, his parents were disappointed that he was only a chef. Which, I mean, right. unless he's calling himself a chef and, honestly, he was just a line cook. Like, yeah. like chef's pretty cool. Yeah. But, again... I guess that's now, and I am the one that fangirled over that chef in a Target once, so like, <laughs> maybe I'm a little biased towards chefs. No, I mean, <laughs> I, he was definitely the one that I was like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't in a cult. Yeah. Because, I mean, he wasn't talking about giving all his money. No. You know, he wasn't like, living he, in a commune. He had his own place. He pay, he would pay to go to, like, some weekend retreats, but yeah. again, that's kind of normal. Yeah. Like, they're not even asking you to tithe 10% of your income. Right. I think that just, he got lumped in with the panic. I think he did. The cult That new age. Yeah. New age, I don't understand this, so. Which, I mean, very easily new age look at holy hell. Yeah. It slips real quick. It does. Well, it does (laughs) slip real quick. And, but I mean, again, he's a really good example of if they're not asking for all your money. Right. If they're not asking for non-consensual sex. It's right. not a cult. Or to worship them. Or to worship them. There was no right. leader that he talked about. No, it was a, a self improvement. Like, and it stayed self-improvement. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dan, okay. Dan was my favorite. Yeah. Um, but, like, I loved, I loved listening to, I loved listening to the difference between Cheryl and Kathy. Yeah. Because Cheryl, uh, just a reminder, she was part of the Christ family. Um, she... She probably needed the intervention. And she, and she yeah. even says that. Because she, while that particular particular community wasn't necessarily doing anything as extreme as like Jonestown or Waco or anything like that. Right. She, she even said herself, she's like, I probably would have never left this community. Because I enjoyed having someone else think for me. Right. And I mean, like, I get it. I'm, I'm a cog in the capitalist right. machine. I'm not asked to think at my job. I am asked to perform a task 430 times in eight hours. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm paid and I go home. Yeah. I, I, I get, I relate to that. Right. I mean, she is the perfect example of what a cult is made for. Mm. It's for people like that. Well, and, 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 and that, like it, that Snapchat that you sent me earlier. <laughs> Once I started, I could not stop. (laughs) I'm glad you started. Uh, Listeners, Krishana sent me a snap earlier tonight, and it was um, the the big mouth filter, and she was watching the documentary. So Ted Patrick had this giant mouth and this high-pitched voice, and he was talking like this. And and it was great because it was the particular moment where he was like, you know, cults don't, a cult can't bring in a moron. A moron is too dumb to join a cult. You need smart, naive people uh-huh. in your cult because uh-huh. they're the ones that you can logically mind fuck, basically. Yeah. Like, bring them into your cult. And I'm like, oh, man, that's me. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, I, I am slightly afraid for myself. Like, if I go listen to somebody, that I'd be like, uh-huh. So I just know to not go listen to anybody. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Because I'd be like. Yeah. See, this is yeah. why this is why you follow MSNBC and Fox News on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> I like to just stay away from all of it. That's fair. That's fair. I should blissful ignorance. It's great. It's very nice. See, it's great. Yeah. Um. Well, our, and uh, well. Uh, yeah. No, to go talk ahead. about Cheryl uh, and the and the Christ family. Just to let you know, little snippets about each of these cults. Yeah. Um, she you know, talks about like, you have to be willing to leave your old life behind you, um, in order to go with God. Um, 
and if you want to live the life of Jesus. So, you know, no shoes, no purse. They wore robes. Um, they literally had like a sleeping bag and, you know, things shall just be provided for you. If... Right. God, God will provide. Yeah. Um, okay. And talking about that, they were like, oh, all these other cults, like the Krishnas, they're cults. We're not a cult. Oh, yeah. No, we're definitely not a cult. <laughs> we're not a cult. We're, we're like... all wearing robes that are exactly the same and not wearing shoes asking but for money. But we're living like Jesus lives. Uh-huh. Which, as David Koresh said, Jesus was a cult. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-uh. Um, the, the one that I kind of want to learn more about um, Kathy Crampton, she was in the Love family. The Love family was started by a guy named David Love. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that was not his real name. He changed it. Um, they were also called the Church of Jesus Christ of, of Armageddon. Yeah. Um, they were set up in Seattle in 1968. Um, again, this is, this is another one where it sounds okay at first because you go... You live separate from society, no clocks, no calendars. You yeah. read the Bible, no TV, no radio. You're living in nature, which I will admit humans have spent the last, like, I don't know, 12,000 years getting away from nature. I don't necessarily right. know if I want to go back to nature, but it's all fun and games and it's all great until, hey, hey, you've been, huh? asleep. You've huh? been, asleep. You've been asleep for an hour. Has, huh? has God sent you a message? In your dreams? I, I, did did I God think, talk? Did I God, think so. Did, I'm not what, sure. Did he talk? Okay. All right. Go back to sleep. Hey, it's been an hour. Wake up. Wait. Did, did, did God talk to you? Yes, he did. <laughs> like, they used sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. although they didn't call it sleep deprivation. It Man. was, they had to find out if God was talking to you in your dreams. Oh, yeah. And David needed to know right away. Yeah. So that's about the part where I'd be like, red flag, gotta go. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, if your leader changes his name to Love is Real, it's a cult, man. Yeah. Scram. Um, she, yeah, she's talking about like no mirrors and all that stuff, you know, others were your, your mirror is when your they look mirror. at you, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Okay. Um, so in her video of her being deprogrammed, which by the way, she was kidnapped. That was on video. Yes. Um, it shows her being forced into the car and Ted talked about, you know, we had a little problem. We stopped at the gas station. She was like, Hey, I've been kidnapped. And the video shows her being like bear hugged, walked back and shoved back into the car. Yeah, it's a little distressing. That's intense. It's a little distressing. Um, so, you know, then it, it shows like her mom like yelling, pleading at her, but all things that Ted is telling her to say um, to Kathy to try and quote unquote snap her out of this and um just pleading for her to go back to being normal yeah um and just pushing 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 and ted gets to the point where he wants this camera crew to leave he wants her parents to leave um and and like basically he starts threatening the cameraman yeah well and and the producer or whoever of the show yeah yeah um basically the way kathy described it ted was like you guys are providing her an out. Yeah. An emotional out that she can cling to to not accept what I'm trying to get her to think. Right. And then after everyone left, according to Kathy, she says that he, like, held a knife up to her and, like, was very threatening to her. Gave her an exorcism? Yeah. Um, and then she escaped. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and, and each one of these people... Um, that Kathy is one, um, my favorite Dan, he's mm-hmm. another one, uh, a couple of them, they had multiple deprogramming sessions where yeah. they would go through a session. Um, you get to the point where it, you know, in the programming, you are listening to this repetition so much and, and, and you just start agreeing with whatever they're saying just so they'll stop saying it. Right. And then the second you find a way to get out, you're gone. Right. Or you go through the whole thing like, oh yeah, I'm better now. And then yep. they're like, cool, we're done. And then they dip and go right back. Yeah. 
Like Dan again, my favorite. Yeah. Um. He, after his first deprogramming session, um, they took him. They 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 were like, okay, you're healed. You're better. You're fine. Um, let's go hang out in a house for a little bit. He goes, bums a cigarette off of a guy, and dips off the back porch. And it, he was in New York City, so he's like, well, I knew a couple chefs in a couple restaurants, so I just yeah. went to a friend and was like, I need your help. Right. And the friend was able to get him back to the ashram. Right. Which, even after that, I'm like, I still don't think you're in a cult, Dan. No, I don't. I just think your parents don't like you. I think your parents don't like what you're doing because you're not being, <laughs> your parents you know, don't the respect good, quote-unquote, Christian boy, right. blah, blah, blah. Um, so, you know, Ted's going through, like, person to person to person to person just nonstop trying to pull people out of cults um, and, and, you know, deprogram them. Now we're getting to the point where people are suing him. Yes. Um, for kidnapping. Um, trying to put him in jail for kidnapping. He goes to jail, but he gets back out. Everything ends yeah, up being a ev- misdemeanor. Yeah, everything everything he's charged with at that time were misdemeanors. So that was like just a little slap on the wrist, maybe a couple of days in jail. Right. And according to him, he would get out, go to a hotel, shower, and then hit the next gig. Right. Um, That's rock and roll, man. Yeah, like, and basically, you know, his reasoning is, you know, it's justified in what he's doing because it's for the greater good. Right. And, you know, at the time, all these courts are agreeing with him and going, you know what, you're right. You know, the, the we got to get was, people out of these cults. There, there was a phrase for it. There was a, 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 justifi- a law of justification. Yeah. Um, there, there's a... A Flo and Jim, uh, Flo Conway and Jim Siegelman, um, they're the authors of Snapping, America's Epidemic of Sudden Personality Change. I kind of want to read that. Boring title, uh-huh. but I still kind of want to read it. Um, they talked about the, the the good and the bad that Ted was doing. Uh, and and they they really looked at that debate between the, the, the debate that the First Amendment provides in this situation of... You know, at what point does your freedom of religion stop because you're hurting yourself or others? Right. And like what Ted, you know, kind of said, he's like, everybody does have that right of free will and free thinking and freedom of speech and freedom of religion, all these things. And he's like, but to me, when you're in a cult, you lose your free thought. Right. And so I'm bringing you back so then you can make a choice. Right. Like, Flo and Jim, they called it, you know, this philosopher king. Yeah. Takes over. And, again, at what point is it a philosopher king? And at at what point is it just a dude? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, which, again, now back on the other side, I do agree with that to a point. Like... If you're involved with something that's telling you that you all your thoughts are wrong, your whole life is wrong. Yeah. Give us all your money. Give us all your time. Give us all your everything. You should be questioning that. And if you can't question that, then there's probably something wrong. This is true. And well, and that's why um, there is a let me find his name. Rick Allen Ross. He's a fellow deprogrammer. And a cult expert, and oh my god, I want that on a business card. How did I miss that his name was Rick Ross? Oh, I, I know, right? I know, I know, <laughs> I noticed it. Uh, <laughs> he talked, he described uh, Ted's uh, methodology of poking holes in yeah. the logic that some of these people have. There, there was one guy, uh, let me find his name, Stephen. Stephen is his name. He was with the Moonies. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Stephen had found uh, enlightenment through surrender yeah. to the Moonies through service. He felt joy and and and, and release in the surrender. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ted poked holes in all this logic that Stephen had of like, well, you know, what have you been doing? Right. Oh, well, I've been I've been working and I've been earning money for God. You're earning money for God. How do you send money to God? Do you send a check? Did God ask for money? <laughs> right. Like, Which I'm did like, God <laughs> did God tell you to do this? Did yeah. God ask you to do this? What's God vo- What's God's voice sound like? And like Flo and Jim, the the two authors, they they describe them as silly questions, and they kind of yeah. are. Yeah. 
But again, if you don't have an answer for them. Right. You might be in a cult. Right. Well, and and they, you know, uh, I didn't write the guy's name down, but he was talking about, you know, during this time, you know, in the 60s and 70s, you know, there was a big pull for peace. Um, There was this anti-authoritarianism going on. Dr. Um, Stephen Kent. Thank you. Um, And he talked about, you know, these cults use the language of counterculture. Yes. They talk about, oh, you know, all this war and stuff. Well, if we were all doing this... Then everything would be okay, you know, so. Which is fine. Fine. Until it switches to, well, I know, I'm the only one that can fix this. I know the truth. Right. And I'm the only one that knows the truth. So follow me. Yeah. Change yourself and change the world. Now, tying that back into, not Dr. Stephen Kent, but Stephen, Mooney Stephen. Yeah. He had a really good idea that I had never thought about. He talked about how because of his experience with surrendering to the mm-hmm. Reverend Moon and to and to find enlightenment in service, he talked about how he can kind of see how Isis yeah. uses this idea yep. that, well, we're the only ones that know how to fix this. Surrender to us. Right. Become part of a greater thing. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I that, have never yeah. thought of ISIS as a cult. I only ever thought of them as, well, you know, I don't really like their methods, but I see their po- I see their yeah. political message. I get it. Right. You know, disenfranchised male youth with nothing better to do. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because now cult's been turned into radical terrorist group. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. In I this mean, situation. That's kind of like how Waco was also portrayed was cult slash terrorist group right (laughs) you know so that's like the modern day reference to it now we're not calling it a cult we're calling them terrorists right um which i mean well because they're becoming more violent well and i mean (laughs) you know moving on into the 80s yeah um especially after jonestown yeah it got like it got real uh, Jim and Flo, the two authors, yes. they talked about how, um, they like after Jonestown, mm-hmm. the idea that this philosopher king could manipulate someone so hard, it had to be stopped. Right. And on the flip side of that, you had all these, I'm going to call them spiritual leaders, mm-hmm. cult leaders, <clears throat> cult. banding together with their lawyers yeah. saying, well, we're not a cult. If you call us a cult, we're going to sue you. Right. And wiped out all the precedents that oh. Ted had set yeah. for saying, like, hey, it's for the greater good. Right. Justifying it. Well, blah, no, blah, blah. now you're interfering with our First Amendment right to freedom of religion. Yeah. Thank you, marriage of politics and God, Reagan. Yeah. And this totally destroyed Ted and the deprogramming. And um, the Cult Awareness Network. Which, yeah. I don't, did we end up talking about that I at think all? we did. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely not joining the Cult Awareness Network. It's definitely owned by the Church of Scientology now. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't get how people go from their normal everyday life to joining Scientology. I, I don't get that one at all. You know, like, I kind of see some of these, like, you know, if you're already raised in, like, a Christian background and, you know, how you can kind of get into some of these. Like, I see, like, that. Oh, like the Jesus it, worship one? Yeah. Like, right. a, you know, Christ family and all that stuff. Like, I, I can where does, see where, where do that the, travels. Where does the alien come in? That, that's, yeah. Like, that's the jump that you got to make. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where, what was the thing that they were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like what? Mm-hmm. What is those? What I mean, like those auditing sessions. Like, what is that that makes like is what what part of that is that blue lightning in your face that's like yes, this is it. I have right. seen. I have seen the truth. Yeah, there is so many good Scientology documentaries and all Leah Remini's stuff. Yes, is good. She's doing good work. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. And they talk about, too, you know, from then on, deprogramming changed, um, but Ted didn't. Right. Ted was like, no. well, no, that doesn't work. It has to be this way. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, which, uh, Rick, for better Rick, or worse, I mean, <laughs> Rick, Rick Ross had even talked about how, um, you know, he he no he personally no longer uses force in his deprogramming. Right, it has to be you know the person who needs out of the cult has to come ask for help. Right, which is <laughs> very difficult. Um, honestly, in ninety three. He had a family come to him and say, hey, my uh, um, my family members are living in this small religious community in Mount Carmel in Waco, Texas, with this guy named right. David Koresh. And we really want them out. I, 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 we, we feel like we need to get these people out. And Ross was like, I, I can't. Right. I, mean, I can't do that anymore. Ted ended up getting felony charges against him, going to prison for a year. Yeah. Um, you know, in debt for over a million dollars because of his firm belief in what he was doing was right. Yeah. Um, and the only way to do it. Yeah. And that, that family that asked Ross for help, the, that their family members are dead. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Um, then we move into satanic panic. Satan, ah! Satan, hail Satan, hail Satan. <laughs> I got way too excited when we got to the Satanic Panic part of this documentary, because those fucking metal albums are fucking metal as shit. I know it's kind of dumb to call a metal album metal, because it's fucking metal, man, and it looked fucking awesome. There's fucking skeletons, and fucking demons, fucking corpses. It was fucking metal, bro. And what was the F-bomb count just then? Let us know. What's in the queue at gmail.com. You could win a cough drop. <laughs> um, I, okay, first of all, when they were showing the uh, concert, whatever concert it was. Yeah. And they I'm were just going like, to say it was Slayer. Yeah. They were all like deep into the satanic panic. Um, there was a dude throwing his hand up. He was not throwing... Oh, he's, this, he wasn't throwing the horns. He was, I love you. He was ASLing all over the place. And I laughed, and I laughed, and I laughed. But I was like, you're so love not Satan. metal. Love Satan, love Satan. Look, I'm moving my okay, thumb I'm back there. and forth. All love right, Satan, love Satan. All right, that, yeah. okay. See, I get it, it works. And my second favorite part was that Dungeons and Dragons cause moral conflict. And I was like, ah, 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 what did Emily think when she heard that? Quick sidebar. Yeah. Uh, the boyfriend was not allowed to play D&D when he was a kid because it would take him to the path to Satan. Oh. Now, I just didn't okay. even know about Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid because if I would have, I would have totally gotten into it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, Dungeons and Dragons does not lead to Satanism. It actually just leads to, like, really fun, like, gameplay. And, I mean, if you're like me, you can be a ninth level half-elf druid. So, just saying. I mean, you haven't gone up yet? We haven't. I, I mean, what are you waiting not, for? We're not playing till next weekend. <sighs> what were you, would you Snapchat me? Oh, we were playing a deck building game. It was a, a Rick and Morty deck building game. Don't you fucking laugh at me. Wait, it was a Rick and Morty. <laughs> Which is great because I've never seen that show. What? I know. I've seen one episode. That was it. I binged it. I need to. And I'm sad now that I, I'm like, should yeah. I just watch them again? Yeah, Probably. Back Anywho. to Back to the metal. <laughs> back to that satanic painting. Uh, once again, Zabrowski, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Man, there is nothing wrong with metal. It, okay, mm. not all of it's great. No. But there is some good shit out there. I mean, like it or not, if you like it, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with you liking it. Yeah, no. I'm not a fan of when it starts getting into the, the, the I don't know what you're saying. If you're angry enough, it doesn't matter. I will say it does amp me up no matter what. Yes. It makes me want to drive fast. Yeah. I want to like punch people in the face. I don't know. Oh. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so let's bring back in Matthew, what was his last name? Robinson? Yeah, Matthew Robinson. He's actually the brother of Mia Donovan, the director. Um, back in the 80s, mm-hmm. and boy, his hair sure did scream 80s, um, he, he got a little too into metal. Uh-huh. Um, he was definitely mutilating cats. Don't, don't do that. I don't care what type of music you listen to. Don't do that. BT Dubs, that has nothing to do with 
heavy metal. Definitely fucking nothing to do with heavy metal. <laughs> uh, yeah, he talks about, you know, he was the outcast and they called him a freak. He's like, you want a freak? Awesome. I'll show you a freak. freak. And let me say, listening to his voice on my Mm-mm. headphones, Mm-mm. not pleasant. Mm-mm. Not pleasant. No, Um, when it comes to him, uh, Matthew on the documentary, turn on the subtitles. Yeah. That's what I did today. It's a lot of this right here. My mom didn't like me, and my dad didn't understand the music, and you know, I just didn't. He's, I'm sure he's a nice dude now that he's not killing cats anymore. Seriously, guys, don't hurt animals. Just no. please don't hurt animals. Don't hurt animals. And just questioning, because he said he would carve things into cats' hearts. Uh huh. I, I've never seen a cat's heart, I but I assume, assume that tiny. it's very tiny, and it's a soft thing. Well, no, heart, heart muscle is, is the toughest muscle, because yeah. it has to pump all the time well, yeah. until you kill the cat. But still. Um, but, yeah, no, like... What are you carving? A smiley uh, face? Are you suggest? Well, you know, are you suggesting he's a, a master artist because he can carve small pentagrams? He's whittling. He's like he's like chiseling a very small baphomet into into a right. heart. Yeah. I think what happened with him was he killed a cat. Yeah. Removed its heart. Carved initials of the girl that he liked and his. Yeah. Put it on a necklace. Gave it to said girl, and she was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's what happened. Yeah. And ever since then, he's been like, hm, metal, Satan, crown royal. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had like that cinnamon flavored one too. I'll never love again. <sighs> okay. But, okay. So, but real talk though, he definitely got fucked up during his deprogramming. Yeah. Um, and going back to my, my favorite Rick Ross, uh, he talked about how there was, oh no, no, this was Dr. Kent. It's my second favorite. Um, He talked about how sometimes the programming was absolutely necessary Mm -hmm. and it really helped Mm -hmm. and it did great things. But there were some cases where civil rights were violated. And Matthew's case definitely had some civil rights violations. Yeah. Um, He was physically restrained Mm -hmm. to a chair or to a bed. He was denied sleep. Mm He, I don't know about food or anything, but... Again, as part of torture, right? when someone is repeating something over and over and over and over again, you're going to do whatever they want to get it to stop. Right. Right. Definitely. Well, and, and, um, what's her name? Mia? The director? Yeah. Yes. She talked about growing up, um, that Matthew would get sent away a lot anytime he was in trouble, anytime he did something wrong, he was just sent away. So he has not had a good life. No. And so his outcome now... Not surprising. Right. I mean, I really... I do feel for him, like, where... What point did it turn for him as a child? Yeah. And, And... to me, that had nothing to do with cults. He had other issues. He has other issues. Yeah. I mean, There's I am a lot... not a psychologist no, or there... a psychiatrist. But he even talked about how he would use hate as his security blanket. Right. Because it prevented him from being hurt before before he could hurt someone else. Right. And you do see, like, he, you know, with his daughter. Oh, gosh. He's that... such a... And he's got her art on his wall. Did yeah. you notice that? Yeah. Aww. Like, you do see that that has helped him. Yeah. And changed him and softened him a little bit. And they, Well, it gave him this idea that there is someone that, one, relies on you. Yeah. That needs you. Yeah. And, two, that loves you no matter how fucked up you are. Right. And, and I mean, having that, perspe- having that perspective on life helped him a hell of a lot more than anything Ted ever did. Yeah. I mean, I definitely say Matthew and uh, Ashram... Oh, Dan. Dan. They were not in cults. Not in cults. Maybe needed maybe needed a little help. Because, yeah. I mean, Dan even talks about how after his second kidnapping of 55 days, yeah. he was able to go to the courts and say, this happened to me. Please tell my parents to leave me alone. Right. They did. But he was able to go to college, get a medical degree, right. get married, uh, combine 
holistic healing with his medical degree, mm-hmm. which if, okay, if you're going to go holistic healing, have a fucking medical degree. Right. Don't have a Facebook group talking right. about fermented cabbage and salt water. Right. Like, I really trust Dan. Yeah. I don't trust Jilly. No. 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 And, and Matthew really, I think, I mean, from obviously very, very young age, like something happened to change his course from that normal kid. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, really, he could have gone the other way. He could have been a Columbine kid. Yeah. I mean, could've. he could have been one of these shooters because that, like, all the things I saw of him yeah. was those things that we I talk s- about. Yeah. The outcast kid, the da 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 da. Like, he could have went down that path. Definitely. So, thankfully, he didn't. Yeah. And so, it's good that he was carving. <sighs> Maybe it's great that he was carving up cats because then it got him sent away, which prevented him from being a shit. No, nothing good no. is good about this. No. Nothing good's coming out of that one. No, I do yeah. really feel for Matthew, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I okay, mean, bye. Okay. no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, so at the end of the documentary, it kind of goes through everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Kathy, she had been in the Love family. She left with her son yeah. um, shortly after her deprogramming set- sessions mm-hmm. um, because she just felt that it wasn't sanitary enough for her kid. There, just, oh, there right. wasn't enough food. And plus, the dude that was running the cult was like, hey, you 12 women that I like, you're going to be my wives now. Yeah. And she was like, she threw yeah. the red flag. Yeah. Check, please. I'm out. Um, she, she got out. Uh, she says that she forgives her parents mm-hmm. because she does realize now that everything they were doing, they were trying to do in love. From oh, love. Right. From a loving right. position. Ted, on the other hand, no. No. Definitely not. Um, she says she has... PTSD from both her time in the cult and from what Ted did to her, which judging by what she described, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Um, we already talked about Dan, Dr. Dan. Yeah. Dr. Holistic Dan. Doing good. I love Doing him. Good. I would like to look him up. Mm-hmm. Um, Steven, uh, we didn't talk, we didn't talk too much about Steven. We talked about his ISIS philosophy, which I really liked, mm-hmm. but, um, he's doing okay. Like he was happy that his parents intervened. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he is happy that he's away from the Unification Church, that he's not surrendered himself to a cult anymore. Yeah. He's doing okay. Um, Let's see. We talked about Cheryl, how she probably would have never left. Yeah. But she's doing fine. Um, Matthew. Matthew lives in a house in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell if he's building the house from the ground up or if he's just, like, squatting somewhere. Maybe both. I choose to believe building. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay. That's fine. Um, Ted, deprogrammer Ted, no regrets. No. Uh, the only the only thing he says he comes close to regretting is missing his son's high school graduation. Yeah. Which, okay. Yeah. Okay, Ted. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, his son passed away. Oh, yeah. His son definitely died. Forgot about that. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and the, the end of the documentary talks about how... Um, Cults just aren't around in the same way anymore. Right. And as we've seen just from this example that I brought today, like, this shit's online. Yeah. Like, you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to go to L.A. and, and join a temple. You don't have to chant Hare Krishna. Uh, all you have to do is scroll through Facebook. Right. And you're going to find somebody with a philosophy that wants you to think the same way and probably wants your money, too. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely the biggest cult that comes to mind that's still out there is Scientology. Yes. Um, I had no idea about the Moonies. The only, okay, the only reason I knew anything about the Moonies was because, um, in our current state, having yeah. the gun discussion that we're having yeah. again, there is an offshoot of the Unification Church. Okay. Um, they, in their mass wedding ceremonies, uh, hold on to their AR-15s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's all we'll say about that. Okay. Um, so I did... that. This is the only thing I knew about the Moonies and the Unification Church was just that um, there was a guy who had... Who, it was an arms dealer who had mass marriages. Like, that's... That's all I knew about the Moonies. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, 
Do you think that CrossFit is a cult? Oh my God. I cannot believe you said that. <laughs> because yes, yes, yes. And yes. Uh-huh. And fuck yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if you're in CrossFit, you have to talk about CrossFit. You have to talk about it. Um, and um, if you don't post about CrossFit, then you're not in CrossFit. Can, okay, cult confession. Yeah. I just realized that I may have at one time been in a cult. Okay. Because, um, I did Insanity, uh, the Beachbody yeah, workout. Yeah, 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 yeah. With, right, right after I had my kid, I failed my physical fitness test in the army. Oh. I, I failed my two mile run by like 20 seconds. Yeah. I was furious about that. Oh. So I worked my ass off for 90 days and I was definitely in that cult for 90 days. That's all right. Is that okay? I mean, I think we're all kind of in little cults. Everybody has something to a that, degree. Is, that is like their cult. But yeah, I mean, do I still have free will? Do I give yes. all my money to them? No. You know, things like that. Good, you know. Good point. Good point. Yeah. It just the second you said that about CrossFit, it hit my head like, wait, I did this thing once. Was I in a cult? Well, I mean, uh, I've been in cultish type things. Not religious cults, but... I watch Game of Thrones. That's kind of like a cult. I am... Ugh, I don't want to talk about it. Last season. I know. It hurts my soul. Um, we'll, we'll get out of here because, oh, we are way over an hour. Hey. <laughs> um. Hey, guess what? What? Shirts. They're in. Official. We have shirts. We have a way to order them. Hey, you, you want a shirt? You want one? Email us. Let us know. What's in the queue at gmail.com. Uh, sorry they took a smidgen pigeon longer. That's We're okay. also waiting on hats for probably another week or two. Yes. Um, but they will be available. Yeah, we're going to post order. the pictures of yes. the shirts because they're awesome. And I'm they're so really excited. soft. Oh, my God. And they're the thin and they're so cozy and comfy. Oh. Yes. So if you want a shirt, yeah. let us know what's in the queue at gmail.com. Yeah. I mean... We're going to get you one. Yeah. We'll get you one. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Hey, find us on the socials. All of them. Uh, you know what to do. Um, we don't need a palate cleanser because we're deprogrammed and yeah. we're definitely no longer in a cult mindset anymore. Breathe in. <sighs> breathe out. Give us all your money. No, no, oh, no, 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 oh, no, oh, no. Don't. Keep, yeah. Well, order a t-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah That's about yeah, the yeah. only money we want. Represent your cult podcast. Yeah. Loud and proud. Yes. Hey, we love you guys. Love y'all. All All right, bye. Bye. Bye.